The following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Uh, welcome in, welcome in. If you're watching, I've got Twitch. Uh, I can't tell specific names. I see no one's jumping in live yet. So, hey, you're watching this under the rerun. If you would have been here live, who knows? Maybe we would have done a giveaway. Got to be here live for the giveaways, guys. Got to be here live for the giveaways. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone that is now tuning in, though, to another episode of Podcasters. I'm your Dungeon Master, Anthony uh, Mullen. What's up, everyone? Uh, I enjoy. I've been busy. The new job, but I'm waiting for the weekends because, hey, that's when D&D gets uh, rolled out. And I've got a new little setup here. I'm working on getting a better monitor system for the players and prepared with a few mul- a few multiple encounter scenarios. So it'll be interesting for tonight because we have Danny back and uh, we'll see where we pick up. Because last week we left off with a steamy encounter with a red skinned uh beast fiend wielding a giant long uh huge battled great scimitar and covering with magical gems that upon being defeated kind of disapparated into this burst of flame and uh smoke and kind of just seeped into the floor just kind of kind of like uh, melting away through the cracks in the ground. Players were heavily hurt. Um, a few of them, I think they, one or two went down for the count. Almost, no. At least someone went down to the count. No, I can't remember. It's been, a, it's been a long week. I've killed some extra players on other campaigns throughout the week, so I can't remember if they're blending through each other. We'll see. And, uh, yeah, last week was one hell of an encounter. And picking up, and we wrapped up with the conclusion of the battle with Howard uh, covered, laying on the ground in his uh, this tarp that he's pulled off of the uh, one of the braziers that rolled around on. Uh, his coat is was thrown over the second one. There's a small singeing smell in this room. Tony. I'm sorry, not Tony. Finks, <laughs> Azoth, Remus, you're all breathing. The water mist that was conjured in the air has faded away now. The remaining four brazers have all died out. The center one in the middle, the coal and embers that were burning are smothered. What are you all going to do? Also, guys, this campaign is sponsored by DCT Industries, a local gaming company. Oh, I didn't forget. Don't you worry. I'm going to surprise you all with that. DCT Industries, you want to go check it out. They're a local gaming company. Like, Azoth's just like, somewhere, guys. Love it. Um, go check them out. They are working on a new game called Kaimon, which I got to interview Jeff from DCT Industries and discuss about last week. Two weeks ago, we t- we talked two weeks ago, and the episode dropped last week, which you could have won, to po- you could have listened to, and possibly entered a win a starter kit from Wizards of the Coast. Uh, but unfortunately, 
no one entered. I don't know why people listen, but no one enters. If you're listening to the episode and I'm telling you there's a giveaway, go enter to win the giveaway. Just please. But because no one entered, we are going to be doing a giveaway during an encounter today. So go check out DCT Industries. If you're not watching and you're catching this on the replay, you could have been here to win the giveaway if you'd been watching live. So see you guys next week. All right. Hey, what are you guys doing? Am I still in pain from my apparent headache? Um, that's a great question. Make a constitution saving throw. I didn't want to roll for Howard. I just kind of was like, you're out oh, of the fine. fight. That's all so good. Let's make a constitution saving throw. All right. That is a nine. Um, as this headache is fading away, you take two points of psychic damage. How many? Two points. Okay, good. As uh, you just kind of are throbbing the center forehead of almost like a migraine. And uh, there is is no lights in the room. So it is, oh, they got the ceiling. It is dim lit. If anything, it's dark for you to see. But you're in the chamber that you had fallen into. Okay. Howard get his coat back yet? Um, it is currently on one of the brazers. He has been wrapped up in the tarp if blanket wet, that I um I want yep. to like wring it out for him. Then I'll bring it to him. Okay. Snatch it real quick. Don't touch my coat. I'll put it back on all wet and soggy and nasty. Uh make a perception check. Okay. Twenty-two. On the very back, and like your like the part that would kind of cover where your spine is, there is a bit of a burned hole. Just a little, just ever so, just a little bit. Just gonna poke my finger through it and look at each of my party cast. Which one? Remus, so bad. Just like. <laughs> oh, are you still an elk? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I forgot he's still an elk. He is still an elk. Um, oh, we'll have words after this. But first, let's let's get out of here. Well, uh, Howard, I I'm pretty sure Finks can fix it for you quickly, or at least semi quickly. Can you? It'll have to wait till tomorrow, but I can fix it. That's fine. All right, I'll take my finger out, put it back on. Uh, let's get out of here. There was a door, right? I think that big man, red man actually tore it off you. I don't remember. That's make right. A decept- make a deception check. Make an insight check. I think I fixed my rolls. Did you? Oh, I got a yeah. seven for insight. Yeah. Did it? Did it project it to you? It did. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. My God. Uh, <laughs> nice. It, you know what? I honestly, as a DM, it's a little bit foggy. It, it may have been the red creature that had. No, I totally believe it. To you. I totally believe 100%. it. That damn. What was that? A genie? What was that? Don't know. It's a hell king. Too many kings. 
Make a history check with disadvantage as you're trying to think, scrambling through thought, what that could have been. How dare that be something that, how dare it? Uh, natural 20. It, it seemed like a genie because someone rubbed a lamp or rubbed something and it kind of puffed out a smoke that's kind of genie-like. Okay. But you weren't really there for the fight, so you don't know exactly what it was. But it's kind of like... No, that's genie. fine. No, yeah. I just remember him popping up before... Yeah, so... Migraines. It's kind of like a genie. Okay. Maybe be a, a subspecies of a, of a genie. Well, in any case, thank you for killing the genie off for me and taking care of that since you ruined my coat. Kind of sad I wasn't able to. Appreciate it. Rest. All right. Do we want to rest here or do we want to move on? How are you guys looking? I believe our elk friend needs to rest. And I yeah. think you should probably take some rest too as you have drained yourself mentally in a way. Yeah. I am currently sitting at a character at three health points. So HP. Yes, you should definitely rest. Yeah. We yeah. should all rest. Very long. I don't think anyone's coming up the top of the hill on us or up this tunnel here. Is it but still did, open on the did, top or does it like close up? Um, you can only see, uh, you could see this square popped up 200 feet or so above you. Mm-hmm. Um, it is lit. You don't see any figures. You can still see up it. It's just, it's far up. It's smaller. It's this shoot. Just a bead of light coming from it. I do remember something, actually. If you guys don't mind, I want to try something real quick. I'm going to aim up, and I'm going to fire an Eldritch Blast up the shaft, and I want to see how far it goes up before the anti-magic cuts it out. It's got a range of 120 feet, so. The minute it begins to pass, it just stops. Or the minute it begins to pass into where the shoot is, it just stops. Oh, okay. So the entire thing. All right. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Yeah, let's let's rest here. I'm kind of tired. I guess we'll take watches staring at this door. Sure. I'm going to go to the driest corner of the room. Make a nature check. Uh, 10. 10? The room's kind of pretty much all dry, except for that central localized part where the giant uh, plume of steam and water is really placed. Uh, You find one of the other back corners. Fairly dry. Yeah. Okay. All right, so you guys want to do long rest and shifts? Yeah. How big is the the biggest brazier in the middle? The biggest one in the middle, it, the brazier itself is about five feet big. Howard is going to try to climb in it. Make an athletics check or acrobatics, your choice. Uh, acrobatics would be better. <laughs> uh, 20, not natural. You got lucky. Um, 
it takes just a little bit of straining. You pull up, you get up, and you move and just kind of set and rest in it. And you roll around, it's just a pile of ash and burned uh, coals. It has a low, uh, very, very low heat. Very low heat. Okay. Perfect. Kind of almost like it's dying out. Okay. All right, just going to sit in it. Yeah, I'm going to rest in there. All right. You start to dry off and make an arcana check. Twenty-five. Uh, there appears to be there appears to be something magical about the brazier, but not the actual coals and the uh, contents that you're resting on itself. I will make a mental note of that, and I will go to sleep. Okay. You go to sleep. You guys do long rest. Cool. Who wants to do the shifts and when and where and all that? I'm still wild shift, so I'll take uh, the first watch, I guess. And how you guys are you guys commuting this to the to the stat to the giant? I'll be like, hey, so we're gonna rest, and you you just one stomp for first, second for rest, or what do you guys? How are you guys doing this? Well, I, f- I figured we were all talking in a huddle. All right. Um, yeah. we, we know it's Hazoth, so that's not really an issue. Um, though I'm not sure how he'd communicate he wants to watch first. I'll just I'll just sit and stare at the door. Uh, okay. I, um, as seeing this, Azoth, do you, like, do you, is this you doing watch, or I, I don't know if this... Okay. All right. I'm I'm going to rest for a little bit, and then I'll, I'll come wake you up. <laughs> All right, first watch. Uh, roll a d20 for me. That one. Frick. Surprisingly enough, you are good. It is a quiet part for your watch. Second watch. Remus wakes you up halfway through the night, or about, I think few at this hours. point, few hours in? At this point, it's like midday, because you guys woke up and fell in this, fought that genie, and now uh, you're taking the long rest, so. No. It's always hard to know where you are in a tunnel. It is, true. Um, what am I, what is my roll? Just roll the d20. I'm As everyone else is just doing hardcore, hardcore downtime. It's like lightning now, my God. <laughs> Ooh, you're good. All right. All right. Who's doing the last watch? Who wakes up? Who wakes up last? Finks or Howard? I'll do it. Okay. Yeah, I'll let things do it. Howard, you waking up at all or are you still sleeping? No, I'm sleeping all the way through. You sleeping all the way through? All right. He hasn't had much of a rest since before the dream. That's true. And you're still hurting from that fall. Mm-hmm. Okay. What was your D20 roll? Just a regular D20? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. 
I rolled a six. All right, you guys take a long rest. Uneventful, but that could be good in some in in others' favors. All right, you guys uh, complete a long rest, keeping watch. There's only two entrances into this chamber that you know of, so wasn't that hard. All right, what do you guys do? Door ahead of you is smashed open. There's the chamber ahead of you, uh, above you. What do you do? I yeah. use mending spell on Howard's coat. Okay. Howard, the back stain or the back little hole, there is a uh, fabric that is patched. Mm-hmm. Distinctly off-colored. Like it looks stained, kind of like it's now off-colored and it's obvious. We'll have to get this fixed later. I appreciate it, though. Thanks. It is fixed. <laughs> it's fixed. It's fixed. <laughs> True mending. That's going to be a spell that Finks gets, I feel. Mending? <laughs> True mending. True mending, yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, my stuff is up. All right, cool. All right, we uh, go on through the door? Well, we might as well go through the door. Yep. Do you guys want to go through the door? All right. So. Is it safe to assume you've changed back now? Yes. I am no longer an elk. Would you like to lead the way still? Yeah, I can uh I can send us through. We'll see how we do. Do we see any weird like markings or languages around the door? We yeah. saw stuff on like the GD and the brazers or the Nefredi and the brazers. How lit up is it? Well we need like, um, a torch. It is uh extremely dark down here. There is no source of light. Hmm. So if Have someone I- but a lantern still. How long does the lantern stay? Or do you cast a spell through it? I can't remember. Is it light or do you actually have like light the lantern? No, I have to actually light the lantern. <clears throat> All right. Is it oil? Does it say what is it? Is it like a torch light? What is it? Um, Candle? I think it's like a hooded torch, basically. Let me see. Hold on. That's something you'll probably want to end up getting quantities from if you're going to go the whole torch route. Yeah. I'm going to let well how does dark vision help at all with this or um it burns on oil for up to six hours on a flat for one pint of oil. I can always do uh control flames on it too to expand how uh I can double how bright it is. So however much mm-hmm. it gives off we can double that for an uh, hour. It's thirty foot radius. Um and dim light for an additional 30 feet. So up to 60 feet, it's dim light. So 60 feet normal and then 120 dim. Yeah, with yours. Yeah, so I can throw that on there. Okay. Want to do that? Yeah, let's do it. You want to take behind me then? So, um, Yeah. Okay. I'll be kind of like behind you, like uh, lantern over kind of like your shoulder to kind of you're taller, you're taller than me anyway, so it works. Yeah. 
All right. So you uh, go down, you look out this tunnel. Give me one second. Uh, you look down the torch tunnel. You look down. Uh, you look down this tunnel, and see it stretches for fifty feet until it hits a uh, split. The tunnel is ten feet wide, uh, squared, fine chiseled. The floor is. Uh, these big uh, five by five blocks side by side that kind of feature down the walls have uh, markings and uh, scriptures and runic carvings on it. Um, basic, just looking, it follows a very similar uh, elven inscription that was on the brazier in the center. Is it anything uh, I recognize? Can I read any of it? Or like basically what it's make this stuff? Make an intelligence check. I was going to say, would I be able to read it as well, too? Yeah, you can read it. All right, cool. Um, are you taking the ritual? Oh, no, no, you just have the eye. No, it's just, it's just, uh, it's just live. live. It's just live. Um, it's a little hard to actually read this one. It is elvish, and it's an off dialect that just kind of looks um, almost a, like a blend with almost like a Nordic, uh, almost like a uh, giant, like very uh, old, kind of like the Latin of the Elven. Okay. Uh, Nat 20 plus one. Nice. This is the, uh, some of the, this is you being a Druid and knowing of the ancient teachings and knowing of the scriptures of the passage of knowledge. Wow. I love those Nat 20s. Wow. This is great. Uh, knowing with that, pulling from this, this is, this is some of the earliest of Elvish writings possible. This dialect. Okay. Like this follows the kind of like the first written language in Elven. Like this is like, oh, like only like the ruins in the, in the uh, Smoketown Mountains kind of have parts of this. And only like the far north where the ice elves are. Like does that kind of like, and even they have like in their libraries and in like their older districts and their like ancient temples that are from days of old match this kind of carvings and language type. Can I pick out any words or like, is it a giving a gist of telling a story or direction or it's warning? a, uh, get, the gist of what you're getting is it telling of story and more or less warding of protection and preservation of just, um, kind of just culture. Okay. And you're getting a ancient, Elven civilization depicted in senses of a uh, hierarchy of cl social classes being led and ran by a dark necromancer. And within, because of the Nat 20, reading within the lines... And reading in between the lines of like the of the subtext of like the text and the subtext being kind of thrown at you, the ones that are carving this 
temple that are carved these markings in the wall, it's actually more in the sense of curse. So like the one the people that truly inscribed and built this this these halls and and marked these did so with that it was like telling of a story and telling of culture and telling of great praises of this of this wizard that ruled their their civilization but within the subtext it's it's dark it's a necromancer he enslaved us um we curse you to to forever be within these halls you shall not escape um, the sea will forever be dry around you. Yeah, that's okay. about what you're getting. Get a gist. All right. <clears throat> think of the think Pharaoh, th- evil, evil necromancer Pharaoh, and the slaves put the curse on him when they buried him. Ah, okay. So chances are, guys, there's uh, something not good here, but it's not bad for us per se but we may want to tread carefully so that we don't come off as being the uh, the bad guys thing is in here worse than that fireman yeah it looks like there might be a uh, a necromancer wizard buried here or something oh so. buried yeah. don't worry about it he's buried Just- yeah, I'm, I'm not going to rub anything anymore today, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not touching. Hands I up. I hope we can find a way out of here. I, was I say, don't know if we can... that Howard, like, takes his finger off of, like, the runic inscription. <laughs> <laughs> like, oop. Oh, not... uh, by, I was going to say, by the way, too, like, real quick. Before we headed through the doors, I would have rolled up the fabric cloth, whatever it was, mm-hmm. um, and I would have been carrying that with me as well too. It's like a, is it a, is it a, is it a blanket? What did you have as a fabric cloth when you guys fell down the chute, uh, Ricky and Tony? Was it a blanket or was it a bed sheet? What is it? Was it a tarp? It was like a tarp slash my coat, like a large coat, like a big large. So wait, is it a coat or is it a tarp? I I said a coat, but you said tarp a bunch, so we just went with tarp. Maybe it's like a, a hooded cloak type of a thing. So it's kind of like a. It's like an overcoat, oh, like a shawl. Gotcha. Winter, yeah. Oh, so okay. it's a Our larger. All right, never mind then. Scrap that. I would have handed it back to Remus, knowing that it's his. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, my bad on that. You did still oh, see this. We well, still did it, and I will say, uh, surprisingly enough, it's still on there hmm. at least you can see it no one else seems to be noticing it do you, you guys not notice that notice what does that uh, point to his coat it's still like in the middle right on the back like right on the kind of bullseye kind of like where yours was burned and singed just mm-hmm. kind of on the very back of on the on the outside back of his though there what is it it's a symbol you guys don't see that symbol and i'll you, you guys can... know no, they they don't you don't you don't see anything that Howard is pointing at as he draws you a symbol to be like it, it, I'm assuming that's what you're doing. Yeah, I was like don't mind the other stuff I was using. Hold on. It kind of looks like that. No. Uh, uh, hmm. Unless okay. it's the the brand of the person who made the coat. 
I, I've never seen that before. It's okay. It's definitely not the brand or maker, but I would probably keep an eye out. Anyway, nothing to worry about. Let's go. Did you say there was a split as we're going down the hallway? It splits. Yeah, it goes uh, 50 feet down and then it hits a T and it splits left and right. All right, guys, we got to pick left or right. How are we feeling? Mm, left. Luis, What's the, do are we, you guys, are, now, are you guys traveling? Are you trying to be uh, stealthy, trying to not be stealthy, walking around, open party? What's the ideas? Uh, I assume we're kind of going like single file-ish or two by two, depending on how wide the, the hallway is. Ten feet wide hallway. You could technically go in a line. That's why I don't know. No, I know that's why we're, we're talking it out. Yeah. Mm, yeah, we can go kind of like two, but like at an angle, maybe. I don't know. Diamond? Like, a, yeah. Yeah, like, like a diamond or a zigzag or whatever. Okay. Like, I'd um, try and be up near Azoth, helping him try and at least be aware of if there's anything weird coming out of the floor or anything. Okay. okay. All right. You walk I'll up. Probably be on the other shoulder then holding the lantern. Also, yeah. um, Blessing of the Trickster. I haven't used this in a little while. I'll be using that on Howard, so you have advantage on stealth checks. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Uh, you walk up, you go up to this T, and it goes left and right. You guys you, you guys are much better at reading this than I am. Do you see anything on the wall here, like directions or like like a sign? I look at Azoth and Howard because I know they're the best readers here. Is there anything for us anything to... Anything direction-wise? Make investigation checks separately. The two of you, just Azoth and Howard. Uh, four. All right, four. Okay. Um, ha, six. No, no, you could see. Thanks is rolling. Also six. <laughs> uh, um, no. Nope. You said so. I want to do a different investigation check. Yeah, I want to see which it? direction looks like it's worn in more, like more traffic has gone to, or if there's like a giant layer of dust in one direction. And the other one has, like, nothing. Okay. I can let you that. All right. 14. Both sides, surprisingly enough, look like they have steady traffic on both sides. Mm. All right. I start walking down the right path. All right, we're going to go to the right. Um, at the T-junction, uh, the floor is, like, dusty-ish? Not so much. Not that dusty. They both look to see, actually, like, heavy traffic, or consistent traffic, it looks like. Um, like, there's slight dust on the outskirts, like, where the floor meets the wall. But that yeah. center path, it looks like there's something that has made traffic through here on a consistency. I'm going to make a noticeable mark at that junction then over on the side by the wall. I'm just going to do like a O and make like an X or just some kind of a okay marker just in case it like loops up around or something. So we know that that's, you know, a way we've been down. Okay. Uh, and then I guess we'll go to the right. All right. You touch over to the right. 
you continue down this path. It cuts over to the left. And as you turn left, you see it goes down a hall, uh, stretching down another 100, 150 feet. Halfway down it, you can't really see. It looks like there possibly is a corridor that cuts to the left. Uh, does it all seem to be still uh, level, or does it appear to be going up or down at all? Is there any kind of uh, incline or decline? At this point, it all looks leveled still. Okay. Make stealth checks, by the way, for everyone. Nat uh, 20 plus 3. Nice. 10. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. You said I also Ooh. get... Uh, Busting a picture, right? Is that a D4? Advantage. 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 Oh, Oh, thank God, yeah. Sleight of hand. A lot. A lot better. Uh, Eight. (laughs) Are they both the same score? They are both the same score. I literally just clicked the one. (laughs) All right. Um, My feet are like hands. They're that swift. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Howard, what was your actual score? Eight. Eight, the second one? Yeah, with advantage, it's eight. Remus, what was yours? 19. 19? All right. Uh, As Azoth and Remus are scouting ahead for about half the room, uh, they start to slip away, and Finks and Howard, you start to back off as you hear a slight rumbling in the walls to your right. So it's almost there's a um, like a low grinding sound. And it kind of it's gone. Do you want to make a continued perception or, or check for it? I'll did, did it sound like it was something moving, perhaps? Or is it just kind of like a low, like, humming, buzzing in the room kind of vibration? Make an inside check. No, that's not the right one. Don't, uh, yeah, it is there. Nine. Sounded like something moving. Okay. Don't know what it is. It sounds like almost something's moving. Be a giant machine. All right, I'm going to reapply the blessing of the trickster to Howard. I must have did okay. it wrong. All right, How- blessing of the trickster. Uh, all right, you guys run back up re- to Remus and Azoth. Uh, right now, they can see walking um, almost all the way through this hallway now that there is a uh, side hallway that cuts left that you see it dips down at an angle and it's like the hallway 10 foot high kind of just shoots down at a hard left cut that uh, you can go down if you wish or you can continue to go straight I only know of a few things that are underground and if we're in a tomb I can only assume there might be a body down there so I'm not sure if you want to move forward first and mark this one off as well, or I, I would agree. I think we're trying to go up to get out. 
But uh, if we went down there, would it look like we could climb back up? Would it be easy enough? Yeah, no, it, it looks like a, uh, it's like a side hallway is carved out and there's stairs that, um, like the floor looks like it starts to cut over, like they cut and stared, like groove steps going down and your vision takes you to see it goes down 30 feet and um, it meets a platform and then you see on the opposite end, it raises kind of mirrored from the other side. Yeah. If that, I mean, it's not like a chute that we're going to slide down and we can't climb back up. We can follow the steps down and then... Make an investigation check if you're looking for it to be a chute. Uh, oh, man, what was that from? Is there... I don't know where it's from. It sounds like It sounds like a perfect thing to have as a trap. With the seven, you have no idea. They look like stairs. Does it look like there's a, the traffic kind of going through the stairs as well, too? Like it follows through where we're going now? Make an, make an investigation check as you're looking around. Mm-hmm. Unless you're trying to do a quick check and you're just doing a glance. Nope, looking around. Uh, 14. There is a single set of footsteps that walk down to it. Um. Not like you could see the place holes. It's not even just a single, but it looks um, like a single that kind of. Wrong for me to say single set of footsteps because this isn't a single set. It's uh, extremely, it's not light, as like extremely lightly, extreme lightly. Okay. So not just like a single one, but there's been time that with each time of, a, of another travel to go down, that dust is laid down there. A bit. I want to investigate. I don't think this hallway is safe right now. Make an investigation check. I was about to say, Remus, I don't know if you can check and see if there's any traps around. Maybe. Probably. I pull out my flame tongue dagger and activate it for better light. Team to investigate. Light up the flame. Uh, make an investigation check with advantage. Check for traps. Me or Tony? 16. Oh. Oh. Well, 16, uh, Remus, were you not going to look individually? Where he was. I was. I, I just wasn't sure oh. if that helped him as well either. <laughs> oh, perfect. All right. Well, I'll say with the mix of a 16 and 21, this doesn't not appear to be trapped. Uh, it looks to be finely crafted and the markings on the wall actually stop at this point. So, like, the markings follow the wall, but on this hallway, there are no markings. This could be an addition to something that was added on post being built, like a uh, a way to get in, maybe from a non-traditional sense. Or uh, possibly to get out, since the markings aren't there. Um, we can check it out if we can. I mean, it's not gonna drop us in. We can get back out. May even possibly be a dead end. But yeah, we can check it since we're here. And if not, we can always double back and head the uh, through the other way. All right. All right. You head down the stairs. 
leads down at a steady slope. Go down. You hit a platform that is five foot spacing. See the goes up the other side, mirrors it almost exactly. Anything unique about the platform? No, uh, any, any like what? Like what? Uh, I don't know, like a hidden door or something. I feel okay, like so you're looking. So you're looking for a hidden door. I figure if there's a platform here, there there may there should be something else besides just like. So like there's a platform. So go on the platform. There is a hall that cuts to. There's a like a second continued staircase that cuts to the left that shoots down, at a de- at a, a deeper kind of staircase tunnel that shoots down, uh, sixty feet at a steeper set. Still okay. stairs carved. Okay. So there's the stairs we came down. There's stairs going deeper, and then there's stairs going back up. Correct. Nothing on the walls on this point. Up or down, guys? Well, we have to kind of go down for it to go back up, right? We already hit that down part. Now we can go uh, back up, or we can go further. Should we, should we see what's back up on the other side first? If it, I think it might loop around to the other path. Mm. So, like a big circle. So it will come back and head us down regardless. Back to your, yeah, where we started, I think. I mean, it was, how long was the staircase? Like 30 feet? Yes. The first one? I'm just going to, I'm going to dash up the other staircase back up to see if it just takes us to another weird hallway like that real quick. Weird hallway cutting to the left. To the right, it is caved in. So cutting out to the left, it is a shoot hallway, very similar to the one that you would walk down. The walls have the weird elvish carvings that your friends have pointed out. I come back down the stairs and tell them of this hallway that I assume we made the way to go down. We could have gone longer down our hallway, I guess, because it seems like the other one just caved in right at the staircase. So it's up to you guys. If we're going back up, I would say we go up where we came from. If not, we continue down to what I assume is some dead man or person or thing. Yeah, let's uh, let's go down. I'm okay with that. So this is where I, I, I this is what I think it it's uh, where we're at right now. So the S is where we started, and I would have drawn this out for them. So we came down, we went down the one tunnel, we came down the stairs, and we could have gone straight around the platform. And it's it's pretty much like I think Fink said, like a mirror on the other side. So I think we can go back up the stairs we came down and go down the long hallway that's blocked off on the other side, like Remus said, or we can go down further. Yes. Down further? I I think that's the... I. We just want to go home. Okay. Well, let's, let's go down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just wanted to go shopping and get some things. I wasn't even supposed to be here today, guys. I wasn't even, yeah. We'll get you to your store, Howard. We'll get a couple things, too. Sweet. All right, so you guys head over and go down to the uh, the following set of stairs that descend down into the dar- into that darker sense. Things make a religion check for me. <laughs> all right cool never mind you saw something you're just like is it never mind that's 
that. Never mind. That would be fine. Never mind. Those are just regular spider webs. <sighs> All right. You walk forward. All right. You go up to a uh, door that is uh, that is blocking a hallway. So you go down these stairs 60 feet. As you get each step, it is um, progresses darker and darker. You, uh, even with dark vision, it is now at the, at the bottom of these 60 at these stairs. It is now severely to the point where even with dark vision, it's now harder to see. Like, this is where it's getting like, ooh, this is kind of dark in here. You don't know whether it's the being underground, being in a tomb, being uh, wherever you are. There's something weird, a little bit darker about this. And the door in front of you, you can kind of see it's a wooden door. Six feet high, has a round at the top to it, and it has a is almost it was built separately. Like this door seems out of place, but one of the reasons that it seems out of place is that it the wall itself has this uh, dried stone slab structure, this um, almost like uh, giant uh, <clears throat> like concrete slabs like it's built with very precise squared rectangular brick uh, blocks like the structures of the walls but where this door is left and it's a wooden door it just doesn't fit with the architecture on top of it the the wooden door itself is just covered in a spider web just a thick webbed of either uh, dust bunnies or just time or it's like where the wood is it just starts as a web any uh, inscriptions or markings on the door? Make a investigation or religion. I'll do a religion. Okay. Good thing. Six. Nice. Uh, markings, but nothing that you can really ascertain. Mm. Nothing within your study. Okay. Thinks you're pretty religious. Anything you can make out on this? Uh, is this different than the other mark? Yeah, well, this would be different. What you saw earlier was just a. Could this be something? It wasn't. This be something different attracting. If you want to make a second religion check. Uh, I did good. I got an eighteen. Uh, there are symbols that re- that reminisce and remind you of the Drow culture on this door. And it looks uh, kind of now seeing the elven scriptures that were on the walls and seeing this door, it kind of resembles a similar. Um, how are the drow and the underdark in general favorable in the, to things like goblins? I don't actually know. Uh, kind of dark dwellers, so they kind of fit in there or not so much? They kind of do where it, in my world, I am very much the, the drow are kind of assumed to be underworld evil kind of style not underworld but like under dark they're evil hate the surface dwellers like there is that assumed not all drow are evil just like not all surface dwellers are not evil or are good stuff like that but the general culture is that there are there are those gods that have influenced them to just be there's some natural evil tendencies okay. so so this looks like we might be going a little bit too deep you dig deep enough and you find another another cave this this might be um 
the work of the dark elves behind this door. Could be a way out. Maybe proceed with caution here, but this may Could be better be not. than uh, this. This might be a way out. This other way might not exist. If this is truly a prison. What do you guys want to do? There's spider webs, like actual. Spiders. Yeah, like the door, like the door is covered in like cobwebs of just. It's old, and it's just like the wood itself, though, is just caked in webbing. Just can I try and like clean it off? Brush and clean it off, and as you clean it off, it's very thick, very, very thick. And as you do, it's just like sweeping, uh, kind of almost like brushing snow off, but just cakey whiteness, just pushing off, and you see this door that is old and stained and has it looks rotted and old and almost like petrified can I use my flame tongue dagger to burn up the cobwebs yeah start to kind of graze them over it start to melt, melt away burn away a little bit is the door unlocked you want to try and open the door? There is a latch uh, to the side. Open the door. It opens. What's inside? There is a small 20 by 20 room. And at the back center of it, across the door, it looks to be a statue of um, many hands. It looks like kind of just almost kind of the one, the one god, uh, the one. I think it's the, it's the one Hindu god of multiple that has a bunch of the hands kind of all around itself, kind of like that. Vishnu. Is it v- Vishna? I think so. Vishnu. I, I think so. Um, of that. Nothing else in this room. Um, just, I mean, just from opening the doors, kind of looking in at that point, it's darker in here. You probably would have to go in and make further looks if you want to go in and look and investigate I further. Do that. Yes, I will go inside. All right, you go in, make an investigation check. You make perception as you do a quick look around. Oh, net 20. I going to say, thanks. Check and see if there's any way out through here. If not, we might have to backtrack a little bit. Okay. There is no way out, you see, but you see the, uh, the figure itself, the hands, one of them has a, a dagger that looks to be made of like this blackened uh, onyxy steel. And its eyes are made of these gems. But multiple hands have multiple kind of uh, daggers and weapons, and there's a sword or two. And as you're kind of in there now looking, the multiple hands are actually. Uh, spidered like spider legs that are breaking off of this back of this woman that is a statue it looks like they're not moving they're breaking off now yeah they're not moving you no 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 kind of like the like the spider like the spider legs are positioning yeah like they're kind of all like like kind of like snap like all around them okay you know like but they're not moving yeah no not moving statue statue of a of a female body one of the spider hands you see has uh, has a black like steeled or blacked onyx. You don't really can't tell exactly if it's metal or like a precious a, like precious stone dagger. Um, the other weapons all look 
to be made of like this concrete uh, of like part of the statue though. Okay. But the hands themselves that are grappling them are not like female hands. They're actually long, like spidered legs that are kind of breaking out of this female body's back. Thanks. Like well, Doc Doc style. I, yep. I don't like it. Magic with the ritual on the statue and the dagger. Thanks. You know about the underground, right? Uh, enough to know that's where the most delicious mus- mushrooms grow. Yes. <laughs> Have you heard of any spider woman? Have I, Have I heard of a spider woman? I don't know. We Make see a, spider a woman. religion. <laughs> Make a religion or a uh, nature check. I was going to say, would Howard have known too? 11. Make a religion check. And there's, n- it's just a room, right? There's no other doors or anything branching off of this? Just a standard room. Yeah. I'm not uh, going in the tiny room, by the way. At the bed, at the, yeah, I'm at, the, the feet, at the feet of the uh, statue, it looks to be some small boxes and maybe a pouch. You yeah. see, Finks. I rolled a 13. What were you looking for? Uh, if I am aware of a spider queen or anything else like that from the underground. You've heard of the name Lolf. You're aware okay. that she is a a god, a goddess to the drow. Hmm. Hey, thanks. I'd be careful if I were you. That's resemblance of a underground spider god. That's not very good. Hmm. Okay. I'll Would you say... Oops, sorry. I was just going to ask, would you say this is similar to that room where we found the, uh, the armor for Azoth in the, the mansion, in our mansion? The nature room? Yeah, like, is this a similar kind of set- setup or feeling to it? Um, similar? like... There's like pouches and stuff, so is it more of a, like an offering kind of vibe, or like yeah, it's more of like an offering type of vibe. Yeah, okay. more of like someone comes here to lay to like kind of like give give uh worship to. So this statue yeah. looks like statuesque is like an like an like a like an idol, and something would come here and lay like a gift to them. Yeah, that that I mean that that was at least the impression I got from the nature room. Mm-hmm. So okay, um. Detect magic. Think Yeah. Detect magic? Yeah. All right. Detect magic. Um, you see uh, there are a couple vials that are glowing up behind a pouch that is sitting at the base of the statue. Okay. Um, the one eye that is a gem is glowing up. And the one dagger is the um, the black one. The black one. Okay. So I see magic on the dagger, the eye, and in one of these pouches, there's three vials. Perfect. Uh, no, no, there's a vial. There's like almost like a almost like pouches are so if, uh, pouches are kind of sitting in front of the stat- statues here. Pouches are kind of sitting in front of it. There's a vial sticking out from behind one of the pouches that is kind of oh, just sorry. glowing. Where did I get three from? Did you say three? Or is there three vials? I say th- three vials are, are glowing. I think so. I three, yeah, I don't know if I said three pouches. Three vials are glowing, but they're, you, don't, you can't ascertain. You just see kind of a magical yeah. essence of, of glass vials. 
Um, and then any school of magic in particular from anything? Um, the healing school from the vials. Nothing specific is boosting off of the eye or the dagger. Just that they're magical. Can I cover the face of the statue with, uh, I don't know what I even have, my backpack? Yeah. And can I attempt to take the dagger after that? Oh. Okay. Um, what are you covering up the statue with? I uh, just like put my, my backpack over its head. Oh, yeah. Can't just cover so it up. You guys can't see me. Of course. All right. So you covered the bag up. You guys watch him just crawl up this statue. It is roughly seven, eight feet high. You're going to just crawl, crawl up this thing and do it? It's, it's like a like a statue. Like this humanoid looking like... Big, but I am going yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. But, sorry. Sizing. It, this is like a humanoid, if not larger statue. This is like... Idolistic. Oh, thinks I would have helped you get the backpack over its head at least. No, that's okay. You stay safe. Okay. All right. So you're just going to walk up and just kind of going to go for the dagger? Hmm? All right. You grab it. The minute you do, you hear, let's play a game and see if you deserve the claim. Do we all hear that or just thanks? Nope. He hears it. The dagger okay. is now attuned to you. Here, thanks, you have you a dagger. Do you want to replace this old siphon dagger in there that way? The statue thinks it still has a dagger. Yeah, I was going to do that. <laughs> so toss that okay. up then if you don't want that one. I was going right, yeah, to regular you. dagger. Yep. Uh, so there you go. But the magic might be better. This dagger, it's now tuned to you. It's locked. Yeah. Um, do I know that the dagger was what was talking to me? Yeah, it's very clear. Yes. Um, oh, I'll say this one. Very, very obvious and clear that the voice came to you when you touched the dagger. It not necessarily came from the dagger. Okay. More, uh, make it arcana check. <clears throat> 11. Someone may or may not have known as you took the dagger. Okay. But it's now aware that you did. Okay. Um, I'll attempt to talk back. I'll say Finks likes games. Tell me more. And I'll kind of like kind of start climbing down the Grab my backpack. <laughs> oh, it's a fun one indeed. You hear? And that's it. You'll right. see more of me soon enough. Second thought message. <laughs> do, you, do you want your backpack back? Oh, yeah, I'm grabbing that. I'm all the way down. Uh, so just a standard dagger, just so you know. D four, no magical properties. Just but it's cool. Someone, something's talking to you. All right. Was there anything else cool in there? Uh, yeah. There's that eye and the gem, the gem eyes. But you've got a gem eye. Can you get a better gem eye, Remus? I don't know. Can you uh, like which? Eyes? Which of the eyes was it? The left eye. Was the uh, one that was magical. Both both ones are gem, though. 
take, take a magic eye and see if you can like can you do like a oopsie daisy and like I, I did that it was it was a little bloody when i got my first eye like that um well i'm not saying your other eye like take out the eye you have and put yeah oh i'll try that too but i'm just saying if i had just gem eyes i'd be actually that'd be kind of weird I, I kind of i like um uh, anyways I, i'm gonna use my mage hand to grab or try and pull the left eye gem out of the statue yeah let me leave the room before this happens too are you gonna wait oh, for yeah, him to I would, leave? I would wait. I would wait till he crossed the yeah. threshold. Like I don't want anyone in there when I just pull something out of a statue. Okay. Um. You go okay. to pull this eye out. Make a strength check. Mage hand, don't fail me now. Oh, you failed me. Nah. I'm going to add my side die. <laughs> die, and then go up one. Ooh. Come on. All right. So 17. Okay. That's not bad. Uh, <clears throat> there is a bit of a resistance, but eventually it pops out. And you are looking at a uh, palm-sized purple amethyst, right? Purple, yeah, purple amethyst. And the other side of it looks to have a uh, metal, kind of almost a uh, one-inch, uh, little like flat metal disc, kind of attached to it. Looks like almost like a flat, almost like something like this, like a little flat. Yeah. It's just a, a a crystal gem on the other side of it. You're just like, okay. Could that, I do like make a deck save for me? Okay. I wanted to make an insight check to see if I knew why it would be like that. Uh huh. So as you're going, what is it? you all see? Because you're all looking in the door. The eight spider hands go. <laughs> And the ones with the weapons are coming in for daggers, and the other ones that are not with weapons are going to grapple in and hold his body. No, he used his mage hand. He's not yeah. in Oh, shoot. You're I'm, the, the mage I'm hand. nowhere near. Never mind. Yeah. Okay, so you guys see the hands still go. Ignore the deck save. My bad. Uh, You're good. The, the body's all... As the, it hits nothing. Just... No. Is there still a door... Like in front of the doorway? Or did we just destroy the door leading into this room? No, you guys didn't destroy the door. You kind of just pushed it open. Does anyone want anything from this room? Can you grab that pouch for me? And the vials are there? We'll see what's in the pouch. Can uh, you to pick that up? Or can I use my Finks, which, Finks, which pouch is it? Uh, I, I pointed out. Can, can I use my mage hand to get it? Uh... Yeah, you can grab it. Uh, the, you grab the pouch. The pouch isn't magical. There is a vial behind the pouch. Oh, is there's there three, there's three separate vials. Oh, okay. You can't tell the color because of dark vision. Is there anything in the pouch? Uh, maybe. If you want to go in and pick up the pouches, you can check. Well, he, he was grabbing it for me. 
if he's grabbing it physically, the pouches, there right. is uh, something that moves, but there's a vials. There's three separate vials that are sitting behind the pouches. All right. Tell you uh, what, Remus, can you so what grab, are you guys grabbing? Remus, can you grab the vials and I use my thorn whip to like whip the pouch and pull it towards me? Indiana Jones you mean, you're, sure. You're, you, you just see a very dainty mage hand slowly lifting each vial and making its own trip because it doesn't want to break them. Okay. Uh, you grab three uh, vials and uh, two of them look small. And familiar in size uh, to health potions that you've received in the past. Um, kind of trying to move them around. You don't feel much liquid move within them. Mm. Uh, the last one it has a thinner top and is a big bulbous uh, bulb of like this, like like a bigger, fatter actual like potion vial almost. And the uh, the liquid in it is dried out as well. It looks like like there's nothing in it, but there looks to be something coated thicker at the bottom. You can't discertain color, though, right now, mm. uh, unless you bring it out into the room with everyone else. I'm just... Or the hallway where there's light, who, I guess. Who wanted these? I did. Azoth, I'm just going to give them to Azoth and not... I'm going to look at my gem. Um, no, actually, did you... After... After you get that pouch out, no one wants to go in the room again, right? No. But I'll take the pouch right. if there's if there's nothing in there and nobody wants it. Yeah. Grab the pouch. Make, right, so, a, make an attack roll with the with your whip. Sure as Indiana soon Jones as the, the whip and pouch get out of there, I'm going to close the door and arc, use arcane lock to lock it. Uh nineteen. Like Indy himself, never seen the movies. He snatches it in your hand. There is some that you can just feel quaint, and it feels as if almost there's a something solid in it. Almost maybe a almost something metal solid, just weighted. I give to Howard. All right, take it. Take it. You open it real quick or no? Just yeah, opening it and looking inside what's in there. Quick uh, quick open. You see uh, looks like coins, silver coins. Um, <clears throat> and it looks to be a small statuette of something with tentacles or arms or legs. You can't really tell just due to lighting. Hmm. If you're going to pull it out and expect I'll, it more, yeah, it's different. I'll reach out and pull out the statue. Reach and you pull it out. You actually uh, see a statuette of a spider, it's a drider, it's a heck of a half spider with a female body attached to it. Okay. Uh, made out of, uh, make an investigation check. You're on digital or you're on real uh, dice? No, uh, digital, it's 17. Appears to be either polished silver, but it looks almost a little more finer than silver. More quality. Like platinum? Possibly platinum. Sweet. Okay, I'll tuck okay. that back in the pouch. You want to check those, make check the coins. Yeah, I'll take out one of the coins and look as well. Similar. So I figured. Uh, 20 coins. Okay. Any markings on the coins? 
just kind of these very uh, old. They looked old and uh, kind of almost hand-pressed. This isn't manufactured. It isn't done by magic. This is kind of like someone took the time to hammer out and pound out silver coins by hand to present these as an offering. Okay. Which you now have. So Sweet. Good thing the offering's with you and not to whoever that's to. For now. Okay. So, you do that. Can yeah. I, um, with that blade, <clears throat> I kind of want to practice my throwing knife. I'm just going to throw it at the door to see if anything happens. <clears throat> it's better in your possession. You don't feel like you're worthy enough to let go of it. Oh, I, I want to like attack. I want to practice, so I fight with it. Oh yeah, no, you won't. We don't want to throw it. Like, there's a chance you may lose it if someone else takes it. Like, this is your dagger. Okay. And so yes. I, I physically don't want to throw it because I don't. Want you to lose don't it. want to throw it. You don't want to lose it. You want to make sure that okay. if you're hitting someone, you're getting them up and close, and you're going to get them. Okay. That's fine. So I'm going to practice stabbing the door. <laughs> All right. You go to throw it, you're like, nah, maybe not. But tunement slot is now taken up with a dagger. That's a curse, people. That's a curse. It's a wasted attunement spot. All right. What are you guys doing? Um, so I arcane locked the door so no one can get into the that room ever again. Okay. <laughs> Unless they use knock to dispel it for 10 minutes. Hey, Howard, can I hold on to one of those coins? Yeah. Sure, sure. And can you give one to everybody else, too? Yeah. Just to hold on to? Yeah, sure. And I hand one to everybody else. Okay. Actually, I'm kind of curious, Remus. Would one of these fit in your little stomach bank? Uh, I... I, I guess if you've got extra, I'll try it. Yeah, here's one more. I oh. I already think I know what's going to happen, but I will nonchalantly lift up the side of my shirt and try and put it in. And I kind of just expect it to spit it out like a yeah. child that doesn't want vegetables. Yeah, it's basically which is <laughs> like, nope. Nope. Okay. Uh, it, I, I'm sorry if it has juices on it. Um. Oh. May I investigate my gem with the weird base? Yeah, make an, make an investigation check. And uh, thanks, just because you're just chilling there. Can you roll a d20 for me? Sure. 20! Relevant spell, but... Uh, 12. 12. All right, you're good for now. You rolled a nat 20. Um, no, not nat 20. I rolled oh, 19 plus 2. Oh, 19. oh, 21. Nice. Uh, definitely a, seems to be special. Looks to have like no, this is a really nicely looking uh, amethyst, nice purple gem. Looks to be finely crafted, uh, high detail. The metal plate on the back of on the back of it looks to be made of a super very pure with twenty one. You know it's platinum. Hmm. Plating to it. There's something magical about it. You don't really know offhand. 
Can I? May I attempt what uh, A's author Mark had suggested and try swapping out my eye for this other one? Yeah, if you want to. Does it look about the same size? Surprisingly enough, it it kind of does because it can fit into your palm. So if you want to, I believe you have to take like the time to unattune to an item and like pop it out of your eye. Like you're oh, to, maybe you're I'll just gonna, I'll save it for my next rest. Because like that's gonna you're gonna have to reattune and everything, bud. Yeah, I'm better off like this for now. Yeah. I always forget Remus does have one golden eye and an eye patch technically. All right, so, over it. So are we gonna head back up and then down the original straight hallway then? Where else to go then? Yeah. Weren't weren't there or do we? Is this where the sixty feet down took us? That's this where the sixty feet down this, took us. This open room. So we need to go back were, up the platform, and then were back. there any other doors down here? Just no, the one, just this one, just that one. There was something in this room, and you guys found something possibly. Oh, we found something for the better or worse. Um, I guess up we go. Okay, you going up? Backtrack yourself. Try to go up the the other side. Remus already went up that side and said it was okay. Okay, you're going to try and go up. So you go up the 30, go back up the 30. Are you going to continue down the hall to the direction you weren't that you were not traveling? Or uh, yeah. yeah, so we're going to go yeah. we're going to go down this hallway. Keep going down Got the it. right. There you go. Okay. You keep going down the right. Uh for your map, just so you know, the 60 feet went down backwards in the direction of the other ch- that you would come from. Okay. But yeah, fair enough. Just for your own mental Good. Go up. Uh, you re- reach the end of the hall, and you see that it cuts left. Uh, it cuts left and continues down, stretches for I don't know seventy feet, pushing out of your vision. But you see, the the vision is blocked by it looks almost like a cave in of sorts from the far end. Uh, halfway down this hallway, you see the right opens to a side chamber. Should we go in the side chamber? Why not, right? It stretches. As you walk uh, down the hallway, you see it stretches down deep. This hallway is 20 feet wide and progresses down at a nice 30-foot angle. Do we want to check it out real quick? Going back. Okay. You guys go down it. It goes down, and as this goes down for 30 feet... Uh, it pans open into a large circular room, uh, 40 feet around. There are four torches on the walls in four corners, lit up, very dark, very dim lit. Make self checks for me. No one's been declaring that they're proceeding stealthily. Seventeen. I still have blessing of the trickster, right? Yes. Sweet. Twenty-three. All right, seventeen. Okay. Azoth, roll a d twenty for me. Sure. (laughs) 
seven. You all hear a low rumbling noise coming from below you. Yes. Is the floor still stone, or is it um... floor is stone? But it sound, but it feels like below the stone. As you are, you could see the circled room above you. You feel a hmm. Howard's going to put his ear towards the floor. Does it sound like it's getting closer, or just moving? All right, you put your ear down to the floor. Mm-hmm. Make an investigation check. Ooh, 20, not natural. Make a deck save, please. Oh. I need all of you guys to make it, actually. Okay, 17. As it was getting very closer. 17. As it, uh, you reach your head down, you quickly move away as a giant, thick, leathery body busts through the, through the uh, floor and up to the top and move and just shoots off as a giant, uh, purpled, cylindered, tubular body just blasts up and then tunnels over. Sam begins dumping in from above. I got 22. Um, who rolled above a 10 for me for deck save? You all dip back and move. Fink's uh, trying to like kind of listen into the ground, seeing Howard lean back to the ground. You were a little late to the game, and as the giant purple body busts up, you get knocked off balance and fall down into the tunnel that. And it's just bust through and travel through. You go flying. Make a deck save for me. One. 21. Uh, quickly falling on your feet and kind of hitting parts of the ground where you are and pushing yourself. You fall through uh, this solid earth for it's almost like this thicker clay for maybe 10 feet or so. And then you hit in an opened uh, chamber on the ground that uh, it looks like the ceiling had been busted over as this creature must have moved through the sand and upward at an off angle. Okay. Uh, This is kind of a little, like you saw the color of purple and kind of something like that bust through you. You guys all move back. Finks fell down. Sand is now tunneling in from above. I'm going to rush over to where Finks fell, and I'm going to see how far he fell and if I can get him out. What a 15-foot drop. Okay. Where he is. Uh, Sand is now dumping in from the side, and this thing has been uh, traveling up and around. So the bit of the tail just whips out of view. I am going to jump down and grab Finks. Make an acrobatics check. Okay. Uh, that is a 15. 
15. All right, cool. Uh, you land nicely and looking around, and it looks almost like a uh, T-shaped room quickly. And you see Finks is next to you. Let's say you're right here. Mm-hmm. Give me one second. Oh, that's my, that's mine. Ah. There we go. You guys are so, you have, uh, you are looking over at Finks, who is landed on the ground next to you, and you are in this room. Let's see. Yeah, let me see. These are a little too bright. Okay. There, a little bit better. So, what are you doing? Um, Finks, let's go. I got you, buddy. I'll grab him, and I was going to Misty step back up to where we were. Okay. Uh, you go to Misty step up, and uh, yeah, I guess <laughs> you do get blasted up, and you are up in a uh in the part of the stairs that where your friends all were perfect uh sand is piling in down from your sides piling in down from the top now it is uh kind of filling in part of the cavern what are you guys doing can we see daylight or nightlight or whatever no there is no there is no seeing up you can't see what's up above Were, were those chambers down there were they being filled with sand too or were they sturdy um, it is slowly starting to be filled with sand, but it is not uh filled with sand yet. It's just kind of like the like the kind of whatever thing that's burrowed up and through the sand, ate through a bunch. Maybe part of its uh maw kind of melts and reacts with it weirdly to cauterize it, but like it's starting to fill in and not all the way yet. No. So the creature left. Possibly. Well, I'm just. Do we see it like go through and make? Oh yeah, yeah. Like on a visual. Oh yeah. It it went up and it as it went up, it cut to the left and just went and just kind of looped around in a different direction. Are there any other doors in this room that we can see? Uh, You guys are you guys are currently in the staircase, still kind of walking down. There is the. You are halfway through the hallway. You see the circular hall. Across the, across the, um, across this like gap now, it's a five foot gap that the uh, this giant creature had burrowed up from underneath. So we can cross the gap to go in this room, or we can go down through the hole that things just came up and see what's down there. Correct. You you got to cross the gap and then go down the stairs to the room. You're not even there yet. You kind of uh... see it. Do you guys want to try and jump through the sand? What do you think? Is it worth it or do we just want to kind of go back and continue on the way we were going? I have a feeling I'm going to die in sand either way, so I don't really care. 
Binks, what do you think? Did you get any weird feelings while you were down there for a minute? I put my blade away. Uh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> when Where you were, were you? Wherever, wherever you dropped to, did you get any uh, things like, oh, this might be a good place to be for the brief second that you were there? It didn't look like it, it didn't look that like there was any danger in the room. Yeah. No, it just looked like a sandy room, but I wasn't sure. It looked like everything was kind of coming in. I don't want poor little Finks over here buried alive with all my extra treasure. You can block off the sand some way. Do something now. Reaction, reactions. I'm going to try and... Is the sand like hole. falling on us too or what? No, it's just kind of falling in through the hole. Like it's like slowly, it's slowly filling in, like kind of like falling in from the sides. Like oh, it's not okay. falling in on you guys. But it's not but like it's still... okay. How big is the hole? Hole is roughly. Like, does it take up the entire hallway? Or oh yeah, it takes up the okay. entire. Oh yeah, there's no way to go around this. This thing ate up and through the hallway. So yeah, like part of your hallway is eaten. This thing completely went and just ate straight up. Uh. Yeah, I'm just going to attempt to run and jump across this sandy pit and try and make it to the other side. Okay, make an acrobatics check. Twenty-one. Oh, nice! You guys see your favorite uh, rogue tiefling go running, running, and then jump up and turn around and give you guys like some peace sign, and then poof, land on the other side. Nice and just cleared it easily. Can your mage hand pick me up and pull me over? My acrobatics are not that good. Uh, no, because a mage can can only hold 10 pounds, I think, at the most. But I'm going to send my mage hand across as I tie a rope around my waist and have them have some sort of guideline to myself as they try and jump through, if that's possible. I'll, All right, I'll, I'll I'll attempt to jump. Okay, acrobatics. So, Remus, are you securing yourself in case any of them fall and pull you down? Uh, I mean, as as best I don't. I'm assuming in the hallway, it's all just stone, like smooth, like there's no handles or anything. So, nope. So you're yeah. just kind of hoping. I'm right, just, just hoping for in. the best. Got it. All right. Who's we're going all when? roughly the same size. No one's like outweighing me. Okay, I'll go. Eighty's off. Make that athletic. Make that acrobatics check. Nineteen. Oh, you go running, launch. You just hit it, and you almost fall back. You just clear it. There you just. go. All right. Who's going next? All right, I guess, uh, thanks. I'll grab, I'll grab on to Remus for extra. How how light are you, Finks? I'm going to try to, like, pick I'm him jumping. up real quick. 21. Okay. <laughs> Can we throw him? Yeah, I was going to try to throw him, but never mind. Yeah, he's he running. Jumped. Clears it. Okay. Just kind of floats in the air a little bit. Oh, right. nice. Then I'll go natural 20, 22 total. You got, Howard, you're the one that surprised me the most. I was expecting a fumble there. Yeah, I was and too. <laughs> I was like, oh. But surprisingly enough, Howard, you uh, gracefully clear it, land, and uh, catch it over. Um, Three-point landing. 
Huh, yeah. Got it. All right, you guys clear it. Make self checks as you um, all just did a nice jump and yeah. Solid six. Sounds nice. Nice. Mm. Ooh. 13. 28. 28. 13. 28 total. You hear a kind of gr- like grinding and grumbling through the uh, walls and the ceiling now you kind of are expecting this to pop through anywhere you hear it again <laughs> quieter <laughs> looks as if it's found something else to bother itself with Casting perhaps something else moving throughout the tunnels deeper within Possibly something moving within the sand, in the desert. Who knows? Okay. What are you doing, Finks? Uh, pass, pass without a trace on us, on the party. Okay. Pass without a trace, plus 10 to stealth moving plus forward. 10 to stealth. Very nice, uh, very nice. And feel us walking. All right. So, you guys have that. You continue down into this 40-foot uh, circular chamber. There are uh, smooth walls in between each of the corners. There are four sarcophagi leaned up against the walls. One of them looks cracked and appears to be empty. The other three are sealed. It is some dark vision dim light in here with the um, sconces just ever so lifelessly flickering just enough to give false hope for light any other doors in this room one off to the left and one off to the right in the ch- in this chamber I'm going to check out one of the sarcophagi that's up against right. that's not cracked. The uh, the doors, I'll say more so, are doorways, are both um, covered with, uh, not covered, are uh, blocked pathways with giant, almost looks like cave-in boulders that have fallen from the ceiling spaces above them as if almost traps were triggered already. On both sides. Cool. What's the craft guy you're going to? Um, the first one towards closed me. Closed one that's or open one? Closed one. Closed one. Okay. And what are you doing to it? I was just going to check it out to see if there's anything inside of it or. All right. You go to move I'm it. If I'm feeling any kind of magical presence coming from it. Make an arcana check. All right. Oh, nice. 24. Nice. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. As you uh, open it, there is no sense of uh, 
real magic specifically as far as any uh, schools. But uh, it's kind of like magic, heavy, strong, magical practitioners built this and just that magic is embedded with a, um, with an, with an abjuration style. Just go to kind of uh, abjuration and a uh, necromantic school. So just kind of weird and kind of like embedded within the structures. And as you kind of go to bend it, looking for any loot or tombs, you see a body just wrapped in robes, a crooked jaw. Look at you and its eyes flash. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. All right. 11. Um, okay. You just succeed and you quickly stumble back and kind of get ready as guys, we have a live one in here. We have a live one. You just succeed something. I'm going to try to close the sarcophagus back, uh, back closed again. Uh, make a dexterity check. Uh, 19. Um, as you go to move it, a hand pushes up against the inside, and as you 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 bait to it, and you're trying to move it. Something's now awoken and is pushing its clothing. It's closing open, and you see a mummy figure just kind of. Start walking out. It's going to make a attack at you. Because Howard, um, Howard still has his lantern on him, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, while this is happening, if I'm, if I'm seeing this happen, I want to do uh, control flames at his lantern and ignite the mummy as it's coming towards him because I can extend it out five feet and the mummy is a burnable source of fuel. So I'm going to try and ignite this mummy on fire. I'm going to be like, no, and just, just flame, flame on. All right, first off, the first, I, the attack to hit Howard, uh, does a 20 hit? Yeah. Yeah, so, okay. Easily. Cool. All right, just making <laughs> sure. I got 2d6 now. I got to roll at you. Ooh, nice. Uh, nine bludgeoning damage. Oh, plus the 3d6. Okay. Jesus. So nine bludgeoning damage, and then the necrotic hits. 14 necrotic damage. So 23 altogether? Yep. And then you need Damn. to succeed on a constitution saving throw. Damn. Okay, hold on. <clears throat> Ooh, natural 20. 22. All right. As this clubbed mummy's fist breaks forth from its uh, sarcophagus and starts to step towards you, it throws a big clobbering punch into your right shoulder, right where you were grabbing it, and you feel it just oh, hurt you, and uh, there is this this rotting effect that starts to kind of t- tickle and tingle at your joints, and uh, there's something underneath your skin that just kind of passes over that, like underneath the skin membrane, and just and just pushes that feeling away. Howard, 
you looked over and you saw something kind of move and you ever see um the ruins yes the tendrils okay that's kind of like something like you saw that under the skin kind of something kind of over the shoulder where it hit <sighs> okay roll for initiative everyone um, and I'll say Azoth. So control flames. Is that a save or it's, it's how does actually, that work? It doesn't actually have. It's much like uh, control water, where there's no. I, I would just have to probably roll a d20, and then I guess you get to decide how it's. Um, I actually kind of want to see how. The, let me see if there's rulings on this. Actually, I have a book right here. I don't need to do that. Um, I'll sell everyone roll initiative and okay. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Howard, what is yours? Seven. <laughs> Seven. Everyone just they keep flying. Remus? I blew my nat 20 on initiative, so 23. Oh, first. <laughs> I rolled first. <laughs> oh, Azoth is 14. Did I see? Yep. Thanks. What's yours? 21. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. All right, quick question. How far out of the sarcophagus has this thing gotten? It is now pushed, uh, just pushing out of it. It's like halfway out. Okay. Remus, can you arcane lock anymore, or are you done? Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, I can't see. How many people got in the chat, guys? Because... Uh, got any people, people in the chat? There. We got people in the chat live. Hopefully we get a nat 20 during the encounter. Hopefully we got a nat 20 during the encounter, because we do not have a giveaway for the Blood King dice. First nat 20 of the encounter is going to go to a chat, uh, current chat participant that is uh, watching and cheering on our players. So, you know, hey, if you guys are watching live, now get some friends in this, more people the merrier. Uh, all right. Uh, control Flame, I got the player handbook. Let me just check this out right here. I wasn't planned for this encounter, guys. I had a different map planned. I thought you guys were going to go for something different. This manual lookup is brought to you by DCT Industries. DCT Industries, creating a new game called Kaimon, which I've heard the ta- playtest went pretty well today. Yeah, I got to play it finally. Did you win? Uh, I won the I won the real number one where, where it mattered, I guess. <laughs> no, we played. I know, twice, no, I know exactly what that means. <laughs> I won the first one. I won my inaugural game, and then uh, second game, I I did not win, but it was fun. Good. Glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. Control flame. Why can't I? Why can I not find that in the oh. player handbook? I think it's because we like to use the most obscure things we can to try and aid ourselves. How about how about we do a one d ten like a firebolt for damage? Hold on, real quick. Where's what is what's what spell is it called? Control. Control flames. Control flames. It's in the uh, chat, Anthony. Didn't do Ah. There it is. I didn't put the E. I put uh, control flame is different than control flames. Spelling it the French way. Flames.
Um, roll a d twenty with your wisdom modifier on it. All right. So we've got. We'll see if we'll see if it works. Just because there is no distinct damage, and it's a cantrip for controlling, not really attacking. Sixteen. Unfortunately, with this uh, cantrip, that's not meant to damage. There's no damage, Matt, but uh, some of the wrappings begin to catch on fire. Okay. There. There are powerful fire spells for those that wish to take them for reasons. They are dangerous, though, for those that play with them. All right. So we're going to enter initiative, guys. All right, man. Top of the round is Remus Finks Azoth. What are you guys doing? I'm At confused. this moment, you hear the two other closed sarcophaguses begin to go. Oh, kind of creak, creak open. So multiple are opening. You now begin to hear that. Okay. Such concerned, concerned. Was it just um, the three that were closed that are starting to open now, or yes, the okay. three that were closed are starting to open. Let me see if I can. Gotcha. Let me actually have. Oh, snaps. I actually have enough for an encounter. I can actually make you guys an encounter of this one, I think. Was that made for a circle? Is the man, the first one we see, still in the sarcophagus or coffin? Um, He is now halfway out of it. Would you consider him prone? No. Okay, then. I will just attack regularly, then, with my daggers. Second. Uh, I can roll them. I'm actually going to give you guys a visual. Woohoo! All right. Um, there will be stones over here. There are stones... There and I will just I'll have sarcophagus up against the walls. Um, just for sake of enough doorways. There we go. So let's say this is one. This is this is another one. These doorways via camera are just the sarcophagus, kind of, just for markers. Space where they're at. And this one that's kind of fallen down, you'll see momentarily. And you guys would be coming down this way. So you guys are coming down right here, actually. Okay, working on a map for you guys. Okay. So you guys came down here. There are these uh, these ec- these uh, blocks right here that are sarcophagi, and then these these door little doorways, I guess, uh, that will mark as sarcophagi. 
way to be coming? You guys came down through here. Okay. So, okay. Here, here, it's Azoth for now, and Finks. Um, the one that was op- that uh, Howard went to was this one. This sarcophagus was the one that was already cracked open. Um, and whoop, you actually have to worry about this guy. See, he comes out. Uh, let me actually adjust. Oh, my dark vision just kicked in. <laughs> uh, kind of. It's, it's, it's something like that. Uh, let me see. <laughs> There. A little bit better. Uh, so, yeah. So, there is a person here. Um, Howard is there. And then you have one in this one and then one over here. Okay. What are you guys doing? And the boulder is just a boulder? Uh, these are the two doorways that are blocked off by stones. Okay, um, so Howard's, the guy's occupied with Howard right now then. Yeah. Yep, and Howard's right here, and this one is, uh, you guys see a wrapped, robed mummy, kind of butt, kind of, um, so I will use my psychic daggers on that mummy that's attacking Howard. Okay. Make a tack roll. So. Twenty-one. That hits. He would be parried at this moment. All right. So that and then too many scroll down pieces. Not bad. So nine damage total. Nine damage for the first dagger. Are your attacks considered magical? I believe it's psychic damage. Okay. So, so make a perception check. Make an insight check, actually. Eleven. Eleven? Doesn't hurt the doesn't hurt the creature as much as you thought it would. Maybe it hurt the creature as much as you thought it would. I'm off-handed anyways. It's okay. What are you doing? Second uh, attack, or second uh, use a bonus action attack, and you can use it to do something else. Nope, I'm using the bonus action attack. I, do I hit it with a 15? 15 hits it as well. Summon up the second psychic dagger, launch it. So that's going to be for six. Um, got it doesn't hurt with that much of damage either. And then I'm going to move probably 15 feet towards the boulder behind me with the door blocked. Okay. Uh, Kind of scoot back. So, wait, hold on. You're going 15 feet towards that? Yeah, so like, yeah, about there. Okay. All right. Up next, Finks and Azoth's on deck. Spiritual weapon. So 
I will do that, and I will make an attack on the mummy closest to Howard. The spiritual weapon shows up. Does a and is the, hit. This is the spiritual bat, kind of like a gold bat looking? Yes. Got it. So this bat starts floating around and comes swooping in for the attack. Uh, 15 to hit. Yes, hits. Oh, max damage, 11. Nice. Nice. What kind of damage is that? Um, that? Mm, I don't know. All right. Spiritual weapon. Force damage. Got it. All good. All right. So that happens. What else are you doing? Um, I'm going to move. Um, who's furthest to the left there? This? That Remus? That's uh, Azoth. This is Remus over here. Put me between uh, Azoth and Remus, please. Boop. There you go. I figure I've been working, guys. I think that this is going to be one of the best cameras angles I can pull off. It's gonna be this be a good one for a while. All right. Okay. Azoth, what are you doing? I'm gonna use my brace of the quick change to uh, wild shape into an elk again. Okay. And then I'm going to. Um, because I didn't print an elk, you're the wolf. All right, that's fine. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, ram the uh, one. These doors are—they're not opened yet, but yeah. they are beginning to. Oh, they're so they're not out yet. Technically not. Technically not. All right. Uh, then I'm gonna go for the uh, the creature that's out, the mummy or whatever that's out to uh, okay uh, attack it. Make attack roll. Um, it's. Howard is pretty directly much right in front of it. So you're going to, like, Howard is pretty much blocking its view from you. You can roll at it, but Howard is going to have to probably make a deck save to jump out of the way. Mm -hmm. Make a decision. Okay, I'm going to go for it. Oh, okay. I like it. All right, make an attack roll. And Howard, make a deck save. We've got... Uh, eight. All right. And 19 for my deck save. All right. Uh, you dive off and out to the side as this giant elk comes charging right by you. And uh, you actually crack into the part of the sarcophagus. And you actually hear a snapping. Uh, it's one of your, I don't know what, what exactly snap, but something from part of your uh, antlers busted off prob- possibly. And uh, you now have this wrapped uh, mummy-like creature in front of you. All right? Okay. Good. Uh, up next, mummy's terms. Okay, mummy is not the best of smart creatures. A uh, giant gold bat. Uh, this one, it, it sees you. You're an animal that just tried to run into it. It's going to throw you as the major threat for at least the first one. It is going to do... Okay, the first thing it's going to do is actually look over at uh, and kind of looks uh, or defines one creature. It's going to look over at you 
and is going to kind of stare at you as its eyes flash red. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Twenty, not that. All right, you start to feel a, a fear creep over you, and you push it away. Uh, it's seeing that you are not showing fear. It is getting frustrated and is going to throw a fisting clubbed hand at you. Uh, nineteen to hit. Yeah, yeah, that hits, I believe, and it's going to be twelve bludgeoning damage. Okay, and then uh, it. So as it comes swinging over, it punches you in the face and hits you uh, just kind of right at this perfect, like in the in the part of like the neck. Mm-hmm. And right where it smacks you, you feel a course of pain ripple and kind of like spider web. Like you feel like your veins kind of tense up and as you feel like kind of like this, uh, this pain, like kind of spider webs throughout your neck. Okay. And you need to make a constitution saving throw as you take 13 necrotic damage. Or, okay, uh, you are currently cursed. And every 24 hours, we're going to go from there. Okay. Things can fix curses better than he can fix coats, just so you know. All right, cool. So that's the first one. Uh, these ones are going to open up their tombs on their on its uh, the rest of the turn. Uh, this thing is not going to move. Actually, it sees uh, it's going to try and push out. And I'm assuming you're blocking its pathway. Uh, and it used the majority of its turn to hit you, so it'll try to move on its next turn. Um, their speed is what twenty foot speed, so they get ten feet. You get 10 feet out. There. I'll figure out how to get that, that glare. But they're right here. We can see it. Okay. As long as you guys can do distance on it. All right. Howard, what are you doing? Uh, uh, yeah, I skipped their turn. I'll let it be. Go on. Okay. I am going to go up to the mummy in front of Azoth, and I'm going to put my hand on its shoulder. Yeah. And I'm going to say, have you ever heard of the Blood King? He's quite popular, I hear. And I'm going to cast Vampiric Touch on it. Oh. And that's a 21 to hit. Oh, that hits. Cool. So then it takes uh, 10 points of damage, of necrotic damage, and then I heal up half of what they take damage. So I gain five points. Necrotic? Yep. You don't heal up anything. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Okay. As you reach out and grab on it, uh, it looks. Yeah, and then I'm gonna just gonna use my uh, my rest of my movement to go towards the open sarcophagus area. To this one over here. The yeah, that one right there. So as you back away, it's gonna kind of backhand and smack you with its uh with the fist. That's okay. Okay. I'm getting fisted by a mummy. 
22 hit? Uh, yeah, that hits. All right. Uh, I'm only going to give you the bludgeoning damage on this one. Don't worry. Uh, 12 damage as you get whacked, backhanded by a mummy (laughs) as it throws a fist at you. Okay. And uh, you can get what you're 30 feet. So, So you get, yeah, you get right back there. Okay. All right. Yep. Tap the round. Remus Sphinx is off. Remus, what are you doing? I'm going to find it first. Where are you? I'm going to use. Um, yeah. I'm going to use regular daggers to attack the mummy by Howard and. Azoth. All right. Throw a t- throw attacks at it. Yes, don't you have that fire knife? Yes, I'm saving oh, it for the one that's close it. to me. Yeah. Throw it. Okay. Well, no, I'm just, I'm a, I, well, I was going to, but the one that's closer to me, I can throw it at that one, and I don't have to go as far. Gotcha. Uh, the first one's going to be a 16. Okay. So. That hits. Let's see what we got. Maybe five. Have you been adding your sneak attack on? Uh, only on the initial attack. So this is the second round. So I'm adding that now. So it's okay. sixteen damage total. All right, not bad. Looking, uh, not as hurt. You notice that, uh, without the precision of that sneak attack, maybe not as much damage is being done purely. Your sneak, att- your psychic, really isn't doing that much damage. Yeah. No, that was a regular dagger. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, okay. So you threw a psychic dagger or a regular dagger? I threw a regular dagger. Plain steel dagger. Yeah, because we had noticed the last round that it didn't take as much before my offhand. Got it. All right. Um, same comment. Still not as much dagger. Is, be, is still not as much damage as being done. Okay. Um, I'm still going to... Actually, I'm going to... I'm going to end my turn by moving to the right of Fink, so more towards uh, Azoth and Howard. Over here? Yeah. We'll call it, like, like there, yeah. All right. I'm looking around. Woo! Okay. That's it for me. All right. Finks, what are you doing? All right. Finks is going to run up into the center of the room. Um... So I'm within 30 feet of all three of these guys, and I will cast, uh, well, I will turn undead. Okay. Well, they got to make to beat a save of a wisdom save of 14. If not, they start flying. Well, succeeded. Succeeded. This one has failed, and it can't move directly towards you. Uh, I basically has to spend its turns trying to get away from me. All right, so its turn is it? it uh... Okay, understood. And uh, spiritual weapon attack. Who you who you attack? Oh, this one. Yeah, I don't have enough uh, to move it. So all right, make attack roll with them. Wing. 
That is a 18 to hit. That hits. And four damage. Okay. This one's looking a little beat up. A little bit. It's looking hurt. You see some of the wraps on it that have caught fire and now springing up a little bit bigger. It's uh, kind of backing up a little and looking a little, little fearful of the little beacon of light in the middle of the room. But it can't really go anywhere. Did some nice damage. Okay, Azoth, what are you up to? You're right up in front of this thing. Uh, I'm going to uh, do a melee hoof attack on it. Okay, make attack roll. All right, so it's going to be the 20 plus 6. We haven't had a nat 20 on the counter yet for, for attacks, have we? 14 to hit. All right. First nat 20, we're going to be giving away a, a set of the red okie dokie dice. So make sure you make sure you uh, enjoy this encounter. Get your friends in on it. What was that roll? Uh, uh, Game log. Uh, 14. 14. 14 just hits. All right. Smash, smash. So we got 4d8 plus 4 bludgeoning damage coming up. Okay. 4d8. That's according to the according to D and D Beyond. It says Hoods hit twenty two four D eight plus four bludgeoning damage in the parentheses. You're an elk? Yeah, the giant elk. Giant elk. Here. Check it out. It's over here. Hey, hold on. There we go. Cause like that's like a spell attack, basically. Four D eight, like that's intense. Am I reading that wrong? I'm. That's, I just want to make sure. Go for it now, because that's still two D six. Yeah, I mean, I guess you'd be at forty eight. Um. Like to think he's hitting with all four hooves because that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, all right, it's all good. I'm just still newt. You are a druid, so it could just be that. Mean that is, you are a level six druid, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess that, that's true. You'd be a level six druid. That'd be a that'd be a pretty powerful spell. Cool. All so right. one second here. Let me get them cleared up. No, yeah, that's fine. Dang. Nineteen damage. No, sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Seventeen damage. Are you kidding me? I just. Are you freaking kidding me? (laughs) Hold on one second. Are you free? Where the hell did it go? Give me one moment, guys. I just messed up this encounter, and I need to have it back. Um, this fifth brought to you by DCT Industries, where they're <laughs> working on a new game called Kaimon. 
know what? There's no giant elk Kaimon yet, to my knowledge, so maybe we can get on that. That sounds like a great idea, honestly. That sounds like a great idea. An elk with a giant mohawk. Yes. Jeff, are you listening? Write it down. Make it look like this. No, you probably can't see it because the map's big, but... <laughs> All right. Uh, bear with me just for a moment. Woo! Encounter. Um, was it who was last? Howard was last. Yeah, I'm last. Howard was last. Uh, Finks went first. Then me. And no, it was Remus. Then I think Remus is first. Yeah, and then you. Oh yeah, no, it is Remus is first. Uh, he was that. He was fifteen. for ten. And oh yeah, this guy had okay. So, uh, yeah, man, roll damage. Uh, seventeen. Seventeen. You trample this thing, and as you bust are breaking down, you see uh the wrappings and part of its bones are breaking and snapped away. And as you kind of tear away the front half of this flesh, you're you're seeing a remains of a skeletoned body, uh, torn away jawed and empty sock, eye socketless uh, skull with a mouth kind of uh, coming after you. Um, the body, the skin that you see has a uh, darker, ashier tone to it that are under the wrappings. And the hair that is mangled and knotted and matted from the top of it, kind of uh, coming down, is a faded white. It's still alive, though? Oh, yeah, still alive. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, I'll back up a little. Okay. He's not out, out of attack range, I suppose. Uh, you back out? Yeah. I'll, I'll uh, yeah, just like that. That's good, because he can't come towards Sphinx, so, Okay. Nope, as you back away, it is going to smack at you. Didn't he use his reaction against me already, though? You moved. Because uh, I, I moved after them. Oh, he didn't move yet. No, you're right. Dang it. Yes. Okay, he can't react yet. He can't react yet. Uh, Yeah, so you can back away. You're fine. Anything else you want to do? Nope. All right, sweet. How far back do you want to go? Just out of attack range from him. Okay. Like lunging range or whatever, I'm assuming for now, but that, nope, that's, that's good. All right. All right. These guys turn. Failed it. Is it? Oh, crud. Who failed and who saved? Uh, the, the, one the one that we were attacking uh, failed. The other two saved. Yeah, the fresh yeah. ones are good, unfortunately, so. All yeah. right. So these two... Uh, the... What? I said bring, bring them, them on. <laughs> bring them on? Yeah, like that movie, The Cheerling. Oh. Okay. It's already been brought. Oh, you, you beat me <laughs> to it, man. <laughs> All right. He bring, uh, these two come up to you. 
And both of them are going to stare at you and make you uh, roll a wisdom saving throw. Make wisdom saving throws. Uh, I rolled an eight on, on one, so. Okay. Not great. Okay. Uh, you are fearful of these creatures, and uh, you are currently frightened from them. Okay. Hey, hold on. You rolled an eight? I rolled an eight. I rolled a two, and I got an eight. Oh, man. Okay, hold on one second. Let me do math. Okay, you're lucky. You're good for right now. Yeah. So you are only afraid of the... Uh, what's what's the second one? Uh, I didn't roll the second one. Let's find out. I'll try to succeed. Uh, sorry you succeeded um oh second one's 11 all right so then yeah you are fearful of both of them yep so on your turn you're gonna want to ha- you're under the frightened effect all right I'll look until up. the end of their next turn um all right but then these two are both gonna make pounding kind of like uh, fist throws at you okay. uh first one is a 16 to hit 16 does not hit. 16 does not hit. The second one is going to throw... Ooh, that doesn't hit either at the 12. Then. Um, and with their turn... What? I'm cowering behind my shield. Yeah. So, they throw down two fists. The second one throws a fist down at you. And uh, both hits. You kind of... As you're cowering behind the shield. Uh, waiting for your turn. After that, they are both going to run... And start to walk kind of one is going to walk past you towards uh remus and the next one is just going to kind of stare and uh right at you waiting for its next turn howard what are you doing um okay that changed it up a little bit i am going to move 10 feet back towards the boulder i guess behind me but right there, yep. And I'm going to cast uh, both of my Eldritch Blasts at the one approaching Remus. Okay. All right, so the first one probably misses with a 10. And the second one's 18 to hit. First one misses, second one hits. All right, perfect. Uh, so that's 10 total damage. Okay. Looks a little hurt. <laughs> all right. Is that all your turn? Um, and then I'm going to bonus action cast Shillelagh on my quarterstaff. Okay. And ready in case any of them try to come up at, at me. All right. So as you're gripping your staff, you feel it kind of uh, course through this energy as it is uh, thinly coated in this little spectral kind of oozing slime kind of dribbling down from the top of it as it just coats it in a magical property. All right. Cool. That. Top of the round. Remus, what are you doing? So is that one that tried to pass me all up in Azoth's deer shit? Oh no! It's 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 coming up to you and your shit. Oh, but is how far is it from Azoth? 
uh, more than 10 feet. It's not distracted by Azoth, if that's what you're asking. All right, then I will go out of the way to get away from this one and go attack the one that is bothering Finks. Okay. Uh, do you want to do full 30 feet out in this direction? I was thinking more of like a, a, a triangle in a way, like a, or a V, if you will. So you go out here and then kind of that. Or So where do you want to go? I, like I said, I'm trying to attack the one that's attacking Finks. Yeah, so are you trying to go from this angle, or are you going to try and get around this way? Well, it's like 15 feet and then 15 feet back, like a V. Oh, okay. So that's what you meant. Yes. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Fair enough. Am I not Adam? Are you, oh, you're going to get within melee range of him. Yeah. Got it. Like, I want to be up on him, and I want to stab him with my fire dagger. Got it. I didn't know. You throw da- you throw psychic daggers sometimes. I didn't realize what you meant. Oh, I know. Up in, up in melee. So you get up in melee with him. You move the the five feet out the angle and use the other 20 to, to run up. All right, you're up on him. Uh, make attack roll. Sixteen. That hits. So since we haven't put the is it just a D6 fire damage added onto it? Yes, it is an extra D6 fire damage. Okay. I do not have the item in my inventory. It is I okay. No, it is no problem. So, so, so that, and then, and eighteen. What was the total fire damage? Was that the four? Yeah, it was a four. All right, cool. Uh, the piercing and the sneak attack don't do as much, but you notice that the flames that cut through start to burn the creature more than uh, the rest of the attack. Okay. Being up in it, you're like, ah, hey, hey, fire is what works. Um, do I have extra damage? Do I have any movement left? You got about five feet of movement left, I give you. I would like to, like, I'm still within this creature's sphere of influence, but I'd like to be next to Finks or closer to Finks. Like that? Exactly. There you go. You're right next to Finks. That's all I got for, well, I know it won't last the whole round, but bonus action disengage. Okay, so, boop. You disengage from that. Disengaged. Okay. Oh, no, it's just like an action. Like, I'm still there, but. Oh, you can still dis. Well, disengage is usually disengage is the action of moving out of the five feet range of the creature, but not taking a re, uh, attack of opportunity. Ah, uh, then I will not do that. That's why the rogue is like you get in and you can hit with the sneak attack and you slink out with that. But disengage is how it works. Yeah. So, okay, so you're up on him. Thinks you're next. Azoth on deck. All right, so uh, Thinks is going to kind of look at his holy symbol, like the flashlight ran out of batteries, kind of give it a tap and go for another turn undead. Okay. To get these other two running. So thing is you are under, uh, until the end of the mummy's turn, you are frightened. So frightened is a disadvantage on attacks and abilities. Um, and this can't, never mind. Just you're good. So you are good. I thought I had turn undead is different than frightened. My bad. Turn undead is they're, they're actively moving away. Frightened is, uh, it's not frightened. Yep. Nope. I get you. No, you're good. So you are frightened, but uh, you can still do your stuff. So if yes. you want to do another turn on dead, you are more than I'm welcome to. I'm just bad to. at it. And my, uh, my 
spiritual weapons rolling a disadvantage now. So, okay. It is working. What was your DC? 14. 14. This one is fearful of you. Okay. It takes, it takes effect. Um, this one you can't ascertain. Okay. And then I will use my movement to get behind. Well, if I know it's fearful, oh, I don't know. I guess I. We're both afraid of each other. <laughs> um, I guess I'm going to stay put and uh, I'll make my spell attack at disadvantage on the other mummy. Okay. All right. If I can find it. There it is. All right, 20 and... Was that nat 20? No, nope, nope. Oh, sorry. Don't, Guys, don't on the away. first nat 20, we're giving away a set of dice. I roll a nat 20 and it's a disadvantage. Do we have to take a giveaway back? Uh, I rolled a I'm not going to give it... I'm not going to have a takeaway. <laughs> your, your attack is a disadvantage, but on a nat 20, we'll give it to it. Okay, 12 to, uh, to hit. 12 is a... Actually, a 12 hits, I believe. Oh, cool. Just hits. Just hits as his bat swoops right. back in right in front of you, Azoth, and swipes at the mummy. Roll some damage. That is 10 force damage. Oh, nice. Wow. This thing is looking on its last limb as it's ironically just kind of crumpled at this point, hunched over. Okay. Anything else you want to do, or is that it? Uh, um, move me one square to my left, so I'm between Remus. Remus is between the uh, mummy. There you go. Because I am afraid of it. Thank you. Okay. There you go. Azoth, what do you want to do? Uh, I'm going to charge at the uh, mummy that's been uh, messing with me. Okay. I'm going to go to uh, ram attack it. Make attack roll. All righty. What you get? Uh, 13, and then it's plus the 6. That hits. All right. And then we're going to do a ram attack. And since I, was, since I was charging, though, I get an extra 2d6. So it's actual 3. No, I'm sorry. It's 4. 2d6 is plus 4 bludgeoning damage. Okay. Roll damage. All right. Hold on. 2d6. Okay. 4d6 plus 4. All right. D6. Two, three, four. Twenty-two. Very nice. Uh, as it smashes into you, into this, uh, as you smash into this creature, you kind of go tumbling a little bit into the sarcophagus as it is torn to shreds with only one hit point left. It was torn to shreds as it only had one hit point left. Did I do any damage to the sarcophagus? Is there any like hidden hole behind it or anything? Uh, you can take it on your turn. You can take an action to investigate it. It looks uh, covered with robes and tattered rags and uh, scattered cobwebs and dust. It's you okay. have to probably want to investigate this on the turn. All right, just curious. All good. All right, mummy turns. Okay, this one is. Afraid of things, so it's going to step back and 
Yeah, it has to use its turn to get away from him. This one has to use its turn to get away from you. Ooh, do I hit you or do I run? Ah, he's going to run. And it uses its step up and out. Up the tunnel. From where you guys came from. Call the worm. <laughs> okay. And this one's dead. So, top of the round. Remus. I'm sorry. Az- uh, not Remus. Or Azoth. It's uh, Howard. Bottom of the round. What are you doing? How long does turn on dead last, real quick? I believe it's a minute, but let me find out. All right. One minute. Did we lose oh. Howard? Nope. Danny. Oh, shoot. Did we lose him for real? Maybe we we did. I'm pretty sure we did, yeah. Well, while we're waiting for him, here's what Turn Undead does. Got Spend it. And it's turn moving as far away as possible. Um, with, it has to move without uh, out of 30 feet of me. Can't take any reactions. Um, can only use the dash action or try to escape from an effect that prevents it from moving. If there's nowhere it can move, it can use the dodge action. All right. They are just useless mummies. All right, cool. All right. Well, he isn't responding back, so we're just going to take it as a... That his internet died. Internet died. Howard is stricken with pain. Dan, if you're watching, you can text me us on Twitch or t- text one of us through Twitch. But uh, for the moment, you guys hear uh, Howard scream in pain as he kind of clutches his head, uh, kind of swaying a little bit. Finks or uh, Remus, what are you doing? So the one in front of me is dead. Yeah. Uh, this one ran away. The one that was in the bookcase, or the one that was not in the bookcase, the one that was in the sarcophagus that Howard opened up, he uh, is dead. And the other one that was behind you ran through the tunnel that you guys had came down. Okay. But the so the one that's on the other side of the map for me, though, did he leave my sphere of influence? He did. He uh he he left past. He walked away on he ran away on his turn. If you want, I'll give you a retro attack. Yeah, I was just gonna try and hit him with my dagger again real quick while he ran away. Seventeen. That hits. Yeah, for uh six damage. What was the bludgeon? Or what was the piercing? And what was the uh, four fire? and four and two fire? So okay. All right. So how far is he now? He is. Uh, he used his entire turn to get to the other end of the wall. From okay. where you and Finks are, so he didn't even use he, he uh, used like forty movement. I oh no, maybe twenty. Twenty five the... movement or so. Okay, um, I'm going to come up to him. Run up to him. Yep, and then I'm going to stab him with my flame tongue dagger. 
All right, make a attack roll. Womp. All right, running up and kind of throwing a dagger, cut at him. Just uh, you get off centered as you sneeze, and the dagger just misses him. Thanks. What are you doing? I wasn't done. Um, oh, you're not done yet. My bad. Uh, that's all good. All right. Um, what are you doing? I, I, I was just gonna bonus action disengage and move back my other five feet. There you go. Move back five feet. All right. Proceed, Finks. Nice, Finks. Finks is gonna actually dash after the one that left the room and basically like uh, magnet my way to push him into the um where the worm was. Okay. I want to see uh, if I can trigger this thing coming back with this as bait, essentially. So I'm just going to repel it with my presence and just kind of push it where I want it to go. Okay. And see if that worm comes back and comes at him. All right. Um, his footsteps aren't quiet. It is stumbling a, a, away from you. And it is uh, in the direction of running towards the hole. Yep. Perfect. It's on its way out that way. Good. That's Stumbling along, the turning around, looking at you all, just fearful. Uh, you put the fear of God in it, is what you did. The moon god, this moon god, the goddess Azoth. What are you doing? Same thing. When a charge ram attack, uh, one at the top of the room, right here. Yeah, that guy. All right, as you go running into it. All right, let's make attack roll. We got a 16. That hits. All right, let's roll some damage here. Oh, uh, let's see. That's 2d6 plus 3d6 plus 4. All right. Da, da, da. Okay. 15. Very nice. Not bad. Um, Some damage is dealt to it. Looks hurt. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, some damage is dealt to it. Looks kind of hurt. Uh, not as much as you expect, though. And then, yeah, okay. All right. This turn, uh, you are right in front of it. It cannot move it back any further. It's going to take a swipe at you because it can't move any further back. I mean, as far as it knows, Finks is out of its way. It cannot move any further away. So it is just going to feel okay with attacking whoever is in front of it. Um, oh, I think we have... Give me one second. I'm going to stop sharing as I let him into the room, and he is back. Woo! Second camera. Nope. There we go. Got it, guys. Okay. Um... So, pop in the room like that. That's what we have. Uh, yep. It's going to make it. A, Danny, make a wisdom save. Wait, is he back? Yeah. Yeah, he's back here. Danny, make a wisdom saving throw for me. All right, hold on one second. As your internet dropped and you have a course of pain r- ripple through your head. You said wisdom saving throw? Yeah. Uh, but is gonna the one is gonna clobbering time and throw a hit at you, Azoth, you being right in front of it. Just oh, that hits with the twenty-two. Yeah, uh, sixteen ways uh, wisdom. You save as you feel a oh, pushing through your head. 
bugging you down for a turn, you are back with your turn missed, unfortunately. Yep. No, that's, that's fine. But it's the curse of Spectrum. That's what happened. Uh, talk about that off camera. <laughs> All right. The bludgeoning damage you take is uh, nine bludgeoning damage. Okay. And... Twelve necrotic damage. All right, hold on one second here. Twelve, three. All right, so that knocks me out of my wild shape. And okay, I'm good. I need you to make a Constitution saving throw for me. Oh, hold on. Yeah. And you said a constitution saving throw? Yes, sir. Uh, no, also another four. Four. Okay, yeah. Uh, I can't double curse you, but yeah. Okay. You weren't now. You weren't before. Now you are. Possibly. Cool. That just, just sucks, man. That just sucks, that feeling that you're, that you're feeling. And thanks. You see this one run forward and then go and fall. Good enough. Uh, it falls through the hole in the ground. All right. Um, Howard, what do you want to do in your turn? Okay. Um, the one right here. Yeah, so I'm going to move... Like, towards the middle of the room. Okay. And I will... Uh, let's see. I'll just go try it and true. I'll shoot the two Eldritch Blasts at it. Shoot those Eldritch Blasts. I have, an, I have a Warlock in another campaign, and you wouldn't believe what he did for an uh-huh. attack. Oh, Lordy. Okay. Uh, 18 for the first one and 25 for the second. Both hit. He Eldritch Blast as well. Yeah. If only I had a t-shirt that would brag off, brag about what I could do as, an, as a warlock. Oh, if only. Do you know where I can get one of those? <gasps> oh, a warlock Eldritch Blast t-shirt. You can get as that at our fact. Teespring link. Oh. It's in the <laughs> hey, that's in the shop. That's in our merch shop. Say what? We have merch. What? We have merch. That's awesome. All and right, that uh, was uh, 10 for the one and 12 for the second? Yeah, it was actually, yeah, 12 for the first one and 10 for the second, but yeah. Perfect. Uh, this thing is looking hurt. Sweet. This thing's looking hurt. It's like... <laughs> it's kind of looking at the spot of where you're standing, kind of as where Finks cast the to- uh, turn on dead at. Okay. Um, make perception check for me. And Remus and Azoth as well. Seventeen. Seventeen. Nine. Got it. Remus. Three. All right. Dexterity save with disadvantage. Make a uh, disadvantage, Remus. Straight deck save. Azoth. But it better be high because you are an... Oh, actually, no. You're a human. So, yeah, just straight deck save. 
as you hear a closer now, louder now, as the ground begins to kind of crack open the combat and stomping of hooves. 21. Oh, you dive very quickly back. <sighs> Remus, what was your deck save? Three? I'm very, I'm very, no, God, no, oh, no, 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 perception. no. Your perception. No, my disadvantage deck save was a 16, but I got a nat 20 on my first one, so I'm upset with you now. Nat 20! But um, it doesn't count. But for the thingy, it does. It does. We, who we got Who we got in the chat right now? Who do we have? He went to Joe. He was talking about cool stuff. Joe? So I have no Joe. idea who you are. Blackrock Joe. Blackrock Joe? Black Joe? All right, we got two pairs of dice to send out to Blackrock Joe then for being commitment, committed uh, for multiple sessions. Uh, instead of me running over to Rima Finks' house, I'm just going to contact Finks and Finks. I'm going to have you mail those. Out. Right, we'll work it out. We'll work that out just because he's got two coming his way. We're going to make sure they get out to him soon. All right. Um, sick. So with that, you all see a massive purple worm bust out through the ground at you all. What happened to the mummy? It's it's apparently gone as you see the worm <laughs> kind of like whip its head and like toothy maw down as you see a foot just seep into its mouth. Does the uh, worm have to roll that safe? To avoid a curse. I, I yell out, Juicy Beetle, Juicy Beetle, Juicy Beetle. Juicy Beetle. Juicy Beetle. Are you really <laughs> going to see what happens there next week, guys? <laughs> as we pick up there. Oh, that's awesome. Huh? We'll figure this out. Okay. So. <laughs> um. Yeah. Hmm. So. That's, you know, double encounters. No rest. I make you guys work for those level ups. All right, all right. There's not one coming at all, but you got one just recently, I felt. And you should be able to handle double encounters. But anyway, thank you so much for everyone tuning in. If you're watching this on the replay, if you're listening to the audio of it, and you feel, hey, I want to interact more, and I want to be a part of those giveaways and those winnings, you need to be able to watch live. You need to be watching live to be able to participate for those when they go through them. Uh, we, I am happy we did get a nat 20 during encounter at the very end. So we did, uh, we did get them with the nat 20. And besides that, guys, I love this all. Uh, this is awesome. I am rambling because it's been a long day. It's been busy. And this was an intense encounter uh, to just a little bit, little bit to throw at you guys. I was planning that. I was a dungeon master, Anthony, and I, I, I am so impressed that these guys come through every week solid uh, with consistency. This is incredible. This is a great campaign, and please head over, follow us on social media, podcasters underscore tabletop gaming. Uh, you can go podcasters tabletop gaming on Facebook. Please head on over to our sponsor, DCT Industries over at Dreams Come True Industries. They're a Western New York uh, gaming company that is currently putting out their first game called Kaimon. It is a mashup of tabletop gaming with a um, mon, the Mon genre where it's kind of like Digimon, Pokemon, uh, uh, Monster Hunter, Monster, Ra- Monster Ranch Hunter. 
What? I never Monster Rancher? It. Monster yeah. Rancher. That's what it is. Blend together. It's all yeah. inside the disc. Unlock the disc. Yeah, unlock yes. the disc. <laughs> uh, go get, go uh, check them out so you can see what all the rage is happening. Because, you know, you love playing Warhammer. You love playing Dabletop. Uh, you love playing D&D. You miss those uh, anime and those monster catch them all type games where you're battling out Pokemon Stadium style. This is that. You have tabletop gaming with monsters and multiple attacks and uh, battling each other for their uh, trainer, for their companion. You know you want to play it. You know you want to check it out. So head on over, like uh, Dreams Come True Industries or DCT Industries. The logo is right, right there past that corner on Twitch. Yep, yep. We all, we all, we're almost all, oh, no, Remus, yeah, we all got it. Go check out that awesome logo, and there should be a link below. If you're watching this on YouTube or if you're listening to this, there will be links in the info. So please check out DCT Industries. Uh, Thank you so much, Jeff, for the awesome donations. We are going to get those dice sent out to Joe being our awesome winner and for checking out live and being there. I know he's made an appearance at least two or three times. I really appreciate it. I know the players appreciate it. That's really cool. Joe, I'm going to ask you for a favor, apart from just continuing to watch. Throw some friends at us if you can. Like, hey, I love watching this. Watch it as well. Pull some yeah. more people in. More people, the more giveaways we can do. Um, but I need Goblin's to get going. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to let my player sign off. Until then, we'll see you next week at uh, Twitch, 7 to, t- 7 to 9 Eastern Standard Time. We maybe sometimes run a little late. And saves off. Yay! It's Azoth. Uh, follow Azoth on Twitter at Podcasters Azoth. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Cool. Howard. Uh, Howard, you can follow Howard on Twitter at Podcasters H. Um, you can also check out our Teespring, support the show, buy some merch. Check out this cool ass looking Warlock Eldritch Blast shirt, uh, Anthony's Dark, si- or Dark Lord uh, D&D shirt. Help support us. Help me get better internet because Spectrum sucks. But overall, thank you. Uh, check out all the other great shows on BICBP uh, Network. Yeah, plenty of radiocom guys. Uh, Finks. Yep. All right, you guys can check out Finks on Twitter at Podcasters Finks. I will mm-hmm. be posting some uh, miniature painting on Instagram at Phoenix Forge. And if you want to unlock your disc, check out DCT Industries on Facebook, facebook.com slash dctindustries.tabletopgaming. There you go. And Remus. I'm Remus. Uh, you can follow Remus at Podcasters Remus on Twitter. You can follow me at Rick underscore Coates on Twitter, Instagram, and all of that fun stuff. One, I just wanted to say thanks to Joe. I, I did not know it was Blackjack for Joe, but it was probably the most thought-provoking question I've read in the Twitch stream so far. He brought up like a character that can like was collecting pouches and stuff, and I don't not not for Remus like. I'll be honest, Remus was eyeing up that dagger too, but I have I have other characters that literally will just take something from every person they kill, and it's really strange. But thank you. Thank you, everyone, for watching. I totally forgot the other thing I was going to talk about, but you guys are all great, and thank you for listening. Uh, till then, guys, next time, uh, keep rolling. Here? Dice. I'm borrowing Joe's dice. I gotta get up and go turn the stream off. I just have a five on my hand. <laughs>